0: Welcome to America Eurovision Cast, a podcast where a very American couple discusses the very European Eurovision Song Contest. Join us as we come together to discuss the best, the worst, and the weirdest that the Eurovision Song Contest has to offer. We're the American couple. I'm Meg
1: and I'm Lucas. And this week, we're going to be like presenting the new videos that we have up. Well, we won't be presenting the videos, but the songs from the new videos that are up. Um, and we're also going to have our first, first country feature. Um, that is, we're going to be featuring Ireland, which their video just came out recently. And we want to talk a little bit about the history of Ireland in the Eurovision Song Contest. But first, let's talk about these new five songs we have up. So what's first up?
0: First up, we have Armenia's entry. It's by Iveta Mukuchian, and it's called Love Wave.
1: Alright, now to me, this song, when it first starts out, there's kind of this opening narration. Um, it feels kind of strange to me, almost like it's the beginning of like a PC RPG or something like that, where like, there's this weird voice in the background that's kind of presenting all... Uh, it was then that I fell asleep and fell into the netherworld or something like that. It was very much the feel that I got from that.
0: Yeah, it's the narration that starts as the screen turns slowly from black to the starting location.
1: Right, exactly. You know what it reminded me of? Now that I think about it, it's almost exactly like the beginning of Mist, That old ah. computer game where... You open with the narration, and you're falling through the star field or something like that. That is exactly what the narration felt like at the beginning there.
0: Eventually, though, they, she stops talking and starts singing. Um, she's kind of, I don't know, channeling Janet Jackson a little bit. Like To me, it just felt a little Janet Jackson-y. It's not a terrible song. Um, the song part isn't terrible. The narration is weird. And then after the narration, before the song really gets going, did you notice the very long, weird powering up sound?
1: Yes, I did. I wasn't going to say anything about it.
0: It's like a jet plane powering up.
1: Yeah, yeah more or less.
0: Or like if we're going with the video game analogy, you know, mm-hmm. rrr, power up, and then, you know, then you've got super energy.
1: Yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, you yeah, know, like, I think. Well, like you said, the song itself was fairly interesting, like it had some nice variation to it, it was easy to listen to, I thought it had nice energy in the backbeat. I I think, yeah, just the beginning really threw me.
0: Yeah, it was a weird beginning. Also, what kind of was throwing me was, uh, in the video, this is a, a music video, not a stage presentation, so it's weird cuts of her singing and... Uh, some guy in a man bun and you don't really get much of a sense of what the stage show is going to look at look like. Uh, For my viewing, I'm kind of expecting man bun to just kind of be stalking around her in the background and maybe flipping his hair around a couple times.
1: Yeah, that that would reflect what we saw in the video. Yes.
0: (laughs) So I'm real curious. I'm real curious about how that's going to, that's going to come out. I don't think this is a, a lead song. Um, it might break to the finals, but I don't think it's going to be a, a, a finisher.
1: No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, and like for me, like in the chorus, right, you hit some of the lyrics and and once I started actually paying attention to the words, they didn't quite work for me because there's a lot of um, it's taking over me like a love wave and just doesn't work. It just doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: So yeah I don't I think we're agreed that Armenia was okay but probably not going to be a stellar shower. Uh, what's our next country?
1: Uh, the next up is from Finland. we have Sandya sing it away
0: really liked this one. I did too. Oh, I, I love an alto. I'm an alto and I love to hear a good alto singer because it's easier for me to sing along. But also, she's got a lovely deep voice. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a retro feel. I dig her look. I dig her song. I dig her attitude. I just, I really like her. I like, yeah, I just really enjoyed this one.
1: Yeah, I, I felt like especially when she gets to the chorus, uh, it almost feels like almost like a Bee Gees song or something like that, with the exception being that it's down much closer to a singable range for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So like about a couple octaves lower than the Bee Gees sing. But yeah, I thought it had great energy. It was very fun to listen to.
0: Yeah, it's got an interesting bridge to it. Um, it it changes, you know, provides some motion, some drama to the song. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, the staging of the song, I thought, was you know, very traditional in many ways. It was... You had the lead singer there in the center, and then you had off to the side your backup vocals. Uh, that was basically it, with just kind of abstract lighting in the background. Fairly typical. Um, oh, there's a DJ on stage. Did you notice that?
0: I did at the very end of it. Just, I'm kind of sad that it took me that long to notice it, but I did kind of glance behind her like, oh, hey, it's a DJ. <laughs> that made me pretty excited, um, especially because the DJ... Was not a bigger part of the show. I think there was a possibility that since there was a DJ, it could have gotten like weirdly techno and, and ruined the song. But she kept like one song genre throughout, and I really liked it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think this one's probably going to do fairly well.
0: Yeah, I feel really good about this. Now, keep in mind that last year we felt really good about Bojana. True. And unfortunately she did not go on to win or be in the
1: top five. But you know, she was at least in the finals. No,
0: that's true. That's true. Um so I I am going to say keep an eye on, on Sandja from Finland. I really, really like this one.
1: And remember, one thing Sandja has going for her, that Bojana did not. Sandya is from a Scandinavian country.
0: That's true, you've got the voting block going on.
1: That's right, and everybody loves Scandinavia. So next up, uh, we have from Hungary, Freddie singing Pioneer.
0: In a world where the poems sound fake yeah, And our love is replaced by a infame He looked like Mons Zelmerlo.
1: He does. It. Well, I not not so much in his face, but it's like he raided Mons's wardrobe.
0: And his hair a little bit too. Well yeah, maybe. <laughs> um but that's you know, that's a that's a strategy, looking like previous winners or previous people who have done well. So you know
1: So that means at this point we have both, as we talked about before, somebody that looks very much like the new Russia and also now the new Mons.
0: It's true. Uh, This guy guy is checking off a lot of boxes in the Eurovision bingo game. (laughs) That's true. He's got a Buddhist monk with a gong. He's got a whistler.
1: Uh, No, no. Several backup whistlers. (laughs) Instead of backup singers, he has three backup whistlers.
0: They've got air traffic controller sticks. That's right. Uh, At one point, I mean, the... The monk is using air traffic controller sticks to hit the gong and also the backup whistlers have air traffic controller sticks.
1: Well, I don't know about you, but when I go out whistling, I need to also control air traffic.
0: <laughs> yeah, they might think you're radar telling him to come in the land or something.
1: <laughs> you never know.
0: <laughs> the actual song was um fine. It was okay. It was not bad. It wasn't outstanding.
1: I found it. A- hard to tell whether the song was okay or not because I couldn't figure out what he was saying most of the time no
0: I had no idea what he was saying I know the na- the song is called pioneer I have no idea why
1: and I'm pretty sure there was one point where he actually sang this the word pioneer maybe um m- yeah yeah maybe is where I am as well
0: yeah the guy needs to learn how to enunciate it just yeah um I would say that overall this was better than last episodes offerings. But mm-hmm. coming right after Finland, like it does It, it does not shine um, Sonya just blew it away I think
1: Yeah I agree Like the song on the whole I thought You know it's not bad um, But I was bored with it by the end mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah me too So we're just Since we're bored We're just gonna move on to the next country sure. uh, Next is Ireland With Nikki Byrne And Sun Light We
1: don't look back We'll let us slide out of you And we can make it if we break out beyond these clouds We'll be standing out in the sun All right, I have to confess. First thing in my notes is that he sounds a little bit like Michael W. Smith to me. You know, like the very well-known Christian artist who has been writing songs since the 1980s. That's kind of what his voice sounds like to me.
0: Uh, One of the first things in my notes is that I don't like the pause between sun and light. It just seems awkwardly long to me. And I know that's a dumb nitpicky thing to like not like, but seriously, every time it happened, just, just wanted to cut that pause out. Just say it. Just say light. Say light.
1: <laughs> that said, um, I felt like the song on the whole was fairly pleasant. Right? I thought it had a pretty good energy to the song itself. Um, the video that they gave us I, I thought was kind of boring. And he's just singing. There, clouds or whatever behind him. Occasionally, there's sunlight. Um, They, they, as they sometimes do with the preview videos, I don't know who started this, uh, where you will see like the lyrics kind of come up on the screen as he's singing them. Um, Not quite like it's karaoke, but (laughs) but almost, almost like that. Yeah,
0: he uh, he's kind of channeling Johnny Logan. I thought a little bit, which we'll talk about him later in the episode. But that was one of the things I actually remarked to you when we were mm-hmm. when we were listening to him. Like this is kind of Johnny Logan, y isn't it?
1: To which I said, I don't know. I haven't listened to Johnny Logan yet, <laughs> but I can see what you're talking about now that I have. <laughs> uh, well, one thing that kind of stands out to me here and has been true for the last several years um, is that Ireland doesn't seem to notice that Europe like, I think, most of the world, likes songs that sound Irish, it's, it's a neat sound, right? Having Irish-sounding songs. Because, but Ireland does just, does not seem to be aware of this, because they never bring one to the Eurovision Song Contest. In fact, they often lose, right, two songs that sound more Irish than Ireland's entry,
0: what was it? Uh, Denmark, right? Only teardrops. Starts with this kind of Celtic-sounding flute. Oh,
1: yes. And it c- keeps coming back. So Denmark, as you'll remember, won by cheating, <laughs> but they made it to second place by sounding Irish. Right, So that last little push from, you know, a few bribes was all they needed. <laughs> Just think, Ireland. If you sounded Irish and paid a few bribes, you too could have won that year.
0: <laughs> Poor Ireland. So, Ireland was pleasant. Yeah. Uh, we kind of liked it. The end didn't really resolve, which bothered me.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: But it ended. It ended, and it was a uh, coherent song all the way through. It was one type of song. <laughs> uh,
1: I feel it, like you're trying to contrast it with our next entry, which is Latvia from Yusts. I think that's how you pronounce the name, Yusts Heartbeat. <laughs> Things I did for sure were wrong The time has passed so long This
0: guy looks like David Tennant and Chris Evans' love child.
1: Yeah, well, see, to me, he mostly looks like um, in Captain America, Chris Evans, before he goes through his treatment, so he's like the skinny Chris Evans. That's what he looked like to me.
0: With guyliner.
1: Well, I you can't go without guyliner. Come on.
0: <laughs> this is Eurovision after all. Okay. So this song is weird. Yeah. It has a weird background
1: beat. Yeah.
0: Like, like kind of like the only background music he has for parts of it is like one guy on a jimbe.
1: Right. Right. I think we mentioned Latvia's entry from last year in our previous episode, and it really feels like they decided, you know, that did pretty well. Let's try it again. right? So, But this time they decided to, I I think, kind of up their game a little bit. And instead of having two songs smashed together into what they tried to make a single song, it really feels like there are three different songs that are all smashed together into what they're trying to sell us in three minutes.
0: Yeah, this is a three minute song. And there are, I think I counted, like three distinct music styles. Right, right. It's weird, and I really think this is just one place where our musical sensibilities differ from Europe's. I agree. Something about this, uh, this year's and last year's Latvian entry, people like, and I don't. I don't know what it is.
1: I have no idea. I haven't the slightest idea.
0: So sorry, Latvia. We are not the audience that you're playing for.
1: (laughs) Fortunately for you... We don't vote because we're in America and America doesn't get a vote in Eurovision.
0: <laughs> That's probably for the best.
1: That's probably true. Yeah.
0: So those are our entries for uh, this episode, all the new episodes that have episodes, all the new videos that have come up on the Internet. Looking at these five, what do you think? Do we have finalists? Do we have a winner?
1: Hmm. I think Sanja's going to do well. You know she's from the right country, or at least right region um and also is presenting a really solid song. I think it's very singable uh, i I like it. I like it a lot.
0: I agree. She's singing in English, she has the right, right. number of people on stage uh maybe maybe a few more than the sweet spot, but mm-hmm. um you know it's fun. she uses them well. she uses her voice well. it's just yeah, it's a fun upbeat song. I agree. I really think she's going to do really well. And I have to say, as much as we don't like it, I think Latvia is probably going to do pretty well.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Like it's one of those where it's going to get lots of wow, this was weird votes. Um so yeah, I think it'll probably get some of those. All right. So now let's talk a little a little bit about Ireland in the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, Ireland has been in the Eurovision Song Contest for quite a while, almost fifty years now. So that's it's quite a while.
0: Yeah, I think there were only like two years that they missed.
1: Right. Maybe something like that, yeah. yeah.
0: So they're pretty standard. You you get used to seeing Ireland. They they usually put up some pretty good performers. They've had success in the past. They won um in 1970. 1980, 87, and then they won four times in the 1990s.
1: Right, yeah. Unfortunately, their last win, if I recall correctly, was in 1996. So they've been going a good 20 years where they haven't done nearly as well. Uh, Although, two of those wins, 1980 and 1987, gives us probably one of the most famous winners of Eurovision for winning Eurovision. Um, That is Johnny Logan. Uh, He has... He is actually very unique in that he's the only person to have won Eurovision twice, both 1980 and 1987.
0: He's not the only person to have been in it twice. There have been a number of people who have entered two or three times and it,
1: actually this year, I know off the top of my head, we have three of the mm-hmm. artists that we have names for have been in the contest before.
0: And even um we've had before winners that have won Eurovision and come back the next year. I'm thinking of Lena from right. Germany most recently, won a couple of years ago and then came in the, the very next year to compete again for Germany. But no one else has won one twice. And also Johnny Logan is a is also a songwriter as well, a singer, and he has written a few songs that have done pretty well in the contest as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. That's right. right. So let's go ahead and listen to what got Johnny Logan started. That's What's Another Year. What's another year? I've been waking such a long time, reaching out for you, but you aren't near. What's another year? So, what stands out to you about this song?
0: Well, the song was in nineteen eighty. this was his nineteen eighty win, and the first thing that I wrote down was that this would not win in a modern contest.
1: Why don't you think so?
0: it is It is a sit and sing
1: right uh, he He doesn't even stand.
0: no, he's just sitting there on the stage singing with some background singers. It's very pleasant. it's kind of John Denver.
1: I could, yes, yes, I agree.
0: Yeah, it's got a very John Denver feel to it. Some weird seventies instrumentation mm-hmm. kind of sneaks its way in a little bit every sure. now and then. It's just pure easy listening and modern in the modern contest. It has to have more drama. It mm-hmm. has to be more exciting. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe the 1980s were more laid back and apparently people just really love Johnny Logan, but I really don't think that it would do well this year. Right. Well,
1: one thing that I loved about it was that this was back in the days of the orchestra, right, where everybody, like, when you came, you handed your music to the orchestra and the orchestra would play it. And that was the way it worked for everybody. Uh, so that was really cool to hear was to actually go back far enough to where you have the orchestra backing uh, the singer. I thought that was pretty neat.
0: That would certainly change a couple of the modern entries if they had to, like, adjust oh, it for yes. an orchestra. Oh, definitely.
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely.
0: Latvia.
1: <laughs> oh, is that who you're talking about Just here?
0: Just as an example. But no, I, I I think a lot of entries actually would have problems with the orchestra. Role. That's true. Uh, Johnny Logan is so famous that he has been brought up in Eurovision. He's so Eurovision famous, I guess, that he's brought up in Eurovision time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of a couple years ago, they for one of the in-between videos, They went to this Eurovision museum. Right. Do you remember? It was like, it's not a real thing. No. They put together this fakey Eurovision museum and there was this huge Johnny Logan display. Right. And then a song, a recent song that you, I know like a lot.
1: It's a beautiful song. (laughs) That's actually the title of the song. It's called Beautiful Song.
0: By Anne-Marie.
1: Wow. That's better than my memory.
0: And it's, a couple of years, it's from a couple of years ago, and she actually name-checks Johnny Logan in the yep. song.
1: Yep, she says, she was born in distant 1980, the year, and then, I can't quite figure out what the word is, but she mentions Johnny Logan winning that year.
0: Yeah, so um, we've been hearing about Johnny Logan long before we even knew who he was. Right. So he's kind of a big Eurovision deal.
1: Yeah, very much so.
0: But that... That is in distant 1980. That is, yes. is way in the past. More yes. recently, as you mentioned, Ireland has not been doing great. Uh, mm. Last year, the entry didn't even make it to the finals, did it?
1: No, it didn't. Uh, the song was playing with numbers. And I was actually surprised when I looked up and saw that it didn't make it to the finals because I actually like the song. I think it's pretty good. It doesn't really stand out at all. Um, it's I think it's too laid back really, to be appealing in the Eurovision Song Contest. That's probably why it didn't make it to the finals.
0: Yeah, it's really pleasant, but yeah, it's not outstanding.
1: Right, exactly. Uh, then when you go back to 2014, there was a song called Heartbeat. Heartbeat, I think, is a very popular name for songs. Look,
0: I'm pretty sure there's a song called Heartbeat every single year. I all don't right. have numbers for that, but I am I am fairly certain.
1: Uh, you're probably right. Um, do you remember Heartbeat at all? No. I don't remember it at all. That basically tells you how well it did. I don't think I don't think
0: it qualified for the finals. I don't think it did, no.
1: Yeah, but I don't have any memory of it all. Now I do have memory of twenty thirteen when Ryan Dolan sang only love survives.
0: Yeah, this is one of those funny instances where song titles kind of play off of each other unintentionally
1: right because that same year we had only love survives from ireland and also another country i forget which one uh saying love kills this led me to ask the question well well which is it does love kill or does only love survive and then i realized that in fact it must be both
0: if love kills over and over of course only love survives
1: <laughs> right <laughs> but anyway but that one did relative well Yeah, I mean
0: it made it to the finals
1: right where it came in last yeah but you know it made it to the finals which has not been the case the past couple years
0: right right Right. and then we move back to 2012 with Jedward right this is the second of Jedward's entries Jedward represented Ireland in Eurovision for 2011 and 2012 in 2012 they sang Waterline which uh, Which is a nice
1: song I like it I
0: kind of want to play a little bit of it I
1: thought that I'd been over my head for the last time. I'm so close
0: to the water line. And the
1: way I'm loving her now,
0: I know this is about to go down as the big one. We really liked. We really like Jedward. We like yeah. well. Anyway, we've only heard them sing the two songs from Eurovision, and we like right. both of those songs.
1: Yeah, because um, in 2011 they did lipstick.
0: These are super fun singies. Mm -hmm. Like, you could sing along with them. You can bop along with them. I really like them. Um, Waterline in 2012 finished 19th, which is okay. I mean, it's not great. But in 2011, Lipstick finished 8th. We actually expected it to do much better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and not not just we, but, like, the media, everybody expected um, Jedward to do very, very well that year. And... And they did reasonably well. I mean, they were in the top 10, but nowhere near – they were in the running to possibly win that year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ended up not working out nearly as well.
0: Yeah, which is kind of a shame. Um, people were really pulling for Edward. They they won – I think it was X Factor. They mm-hmm. they first came to popularity by winning one of the song shows. I think you're right. And I'm I pretty it sure it was X, X, X Factor. Factor.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And I know that people who – Live in countries where they are played more often, tend to not like them because they're kind of obnoxious.
1: Oh, yes. Like, I remember seeing them on um, the British version of Big Brother. And yeah, they were totally intolerable as people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But the two songs in your vision are super catchy.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. And and they're very honest that one of their big inspirations musically is Britney Spears. And you can definitely hear that um, in both of these songs, Lipstick and Waterline. You can hear a lot of the Britney Spears in it. And a lot like Britney Spears' songs, they're very singable, very catchy. Um, and I think a lot like Britney Spears, Jedward is kind of annoying and crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah. So let's skip a couple of years, because there is one entry for Ireland in in recent memory that I really, really want to talk about. Yeah. I want to talk about 2008's entry.
1: Okay, let's give background. Okay. In 2007, uh, Ireland had an entry. I don't even remember what it was, but it was another year that they came in dead last in the finals. So Ireland decided to respond in 2008 with this entry. Uh. <laughs> okay, so Irlanda du Zepoin. so blatantly begging for your twelve points. Now, what you can't, what you can't hear, but you could see, Would you who should, who was it that sang this song? You dear? you should
0: definitely look this up because yes, who is singing this song is Dustin the Turkey,
1: right? And and that is not just like some person named Dustin who called themselves a turkey.
0: No, this is a turkey puppet.
1: Named Dustin.
0: Named Dustin, who is, well, I would say singing, but really he's rapping. So right. this is a rapping turkey puppet.
1: <laughs> right. And kind of in the background, you hear that nice techno sort of beat. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, yeah. It is yeah. an
0: electro rapping turkey puppet.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Um, this is the type of song that we, uh, we think we're going to have to make categories for songs, right? So, you know, every year there's somebody trying to be Celine Dion, there's somebody trying to be ABBA, and there is somebody that falls into what I would call the most overconfident category. So I think Irlanda du Zepon is probably in that category.
0: I actually have another category that I would probably nominate them for as well. What's that? I like to give out every year the Spirit of Eurovision Award. Ah. Which is to the entrance, whether they win or not, or whether they make it to the final or not, that sort of embodies the weirdness of Eurovision. Uh sometimes they win. I would say that um I would say that Conchita probably won the Spirit of Eurovision yeah, Award. I think that's true. In her year. But I think for I haven't even watched all of 2008's Eurovision contest, but I'm willing to bet that Dust in the Turkey is the embodiment of the spirit of Eurovision for that year. It is amazing.
1: It's so bizarre. It really is. It's so strange. It's
0: just him and his gold dress-wrapped background ladies listing countries. Right, Right. And then saying, give us 12 points in French.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm. I have nothing else to say about this. That is what it is.
0: It, the video left us speechless. Like I think in the first couple of seconds we were both like, "What?" And then right. we just didn't say anything for three minutes.
1: Right. Like when we saw listed that it was you know some somebody named Dustin in the Turkey. I'm like, okay, well this is going to be interesting. And then it starts, and it's a turkey puppet. I think I only watched the video because I was unable to react in any way. <laughs> Your brain was too slow to turn it off. It was. It was. I I just couldn't do anything. I couldn't.
0: I think that Ireland is a good example of why we love, love Eurovision. Like, people wonder why do we love Eurovision. And I think Ireland kind of encapsulates that because what we have is songs like Waterline and Lipstick that are poppy, that are singable. We've got personalities like Johnny Logan where all Mm -hmm. you have to do is say his name and if you know Eurovision then you know who that is. And then we have songs like Irlanda du by Dustin the Turkey, which is just unexplainable. Like, you can't... (laughs) You just... You don't know what to do with it. And those are all wonderful, beautiful things about Eurovision. Right. Oh,
1: no, I don't think we've mentioned yet. How did Dustin the turkey do in the contest?
0: No one gave them news of (laughs) one.
1: They didn't even get the chance. They didn't make it to the finals.
0: (laughs) At first, I saw that they didn't make it to the finals. And this was before we watched the video. Right. And I said, oh, look at that. You know, it's by by Dustin the turkey. Look at how they not make it to the final. Oh, oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. That's how. Yeah.
1: Because while it is true that Europe will sometimes vote for things that are entertaining. um, Yeah, they do have some standards, it (laughs) turns out. (laughs) And Dustin the turkey did not qualify.
0: No, it was it was bizarre. It was very strange. Um, So Ireland, thank you. Thank you for all of your wonderful entries. We appreciate everything that you <laughs> bring to Eurovision and uh, good luck this year. Yeah
1: yeah, hey, if nothing else, it will probably do better than dust in the Turkey.
0: Very true, very true. So I think that about does it for today for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Merry Eurovision cast is a member of the Retrograde orbit radio family. You can reach us on Twitter at Meg and Lucas. Or on Facebook, where we are Ameri Eurovision Cast. We would love for you to like our page, to leave us a comment, let us know that you're listening. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I'm Meg.
1: And I'm Lucas. And in the words of 2008 entry Dust in the Turkey, Oh, Europe, where did it all go wrong?